0: Let's talk about a Blue Jays win. BNS said he could do that all over again. I would say let's make it 2% less stressful. I would like a little less traffic on the base pass in the ninth, but Romano gets the ball. Roger Center crowd is going nuts, and we get to see Vladdy's bobblehead take physical form with the Blue Jays win here today. I'm filling in for Show Ali, but you didn't think I was going to completely give him the day off. I've got him alongside me. Show, how are you doing today?
1: Good gunning. I uh, haven't done these with you before, but uh, it's always fun to get to chat with you. I don't. Uh, I, I'm sad I can't be there with you, but uh, you know, I, I was thinking about this uh, when we were when we were kind of coming up here as Ben and and Ben and Ben were kind of ra- doing the wrap up. And I guess if if uh, w- w- our place in the Jays talk rotation, right? If Blair and Barker are Alec Manoa and Kevin Gossman, that's great. Then 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 Blake Blake Murphy has got to be. I would say Ross Stripling. Right? A, a reliable starter who can go between roles, the daytime show, Jay's pre and post, which means I think you and I are the. The Zach Pop, Anthony Bass of the bullpen come in sometimes, do one thing decently well. Not a lot of swing and miss, but still get a couple outs. What do you think? I,
0: I was worried you were going to call me Kikuchi, and then I was going to have to find wherever you're <laughs> doing the show from and, and fight you. But we'll put that we'll put that on hold. I okay. do agree with that. I like that. Uh, you're the sinker ball guy. I think I'm Bass. I could snap off that slider a little more. I you like know, it. I get a little zany. You're a little more between the lines. I think so. I uh, I certainly love 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 that comp. Just like you all love a blue. Jays win today always love hearing from you guys on the phone lines one 888 590 star 590 on yourself. of course the text line as well 590 590 please include your name and location there we've got callers on the line so let's go to them first up Brad from James Bay in Quebec Brad I heard you loved a gutsy performance from Jordan Romano hey,
1: oh man good. gutsy is the best way to put it and like
0: wow I, I'm just I mean that's like how many times has this guy saved us in the eighth inning and then come out and just shut them out in the night. Like, gosh, it, it astounds me every time. And then, of course, you know the the kids from other I mean, It's such a great story. So, like, what do you guys have to say about it? Oh, I mean, look. Here, here's the thing. You can, you can, if you're a if you're a pessimist or an optimist, you can look at your closer coming in to give you four outs. Either way, if you want to look at it sunny side up, well, look, it's great that he can do that. It's great that you haven't had to use him so much. Because here's the thing, in the playoffs, you were absolutely going to need your closer or any reliever of consequence to come in and push themselves beyond what they're comfortable with, push themselves beyond what they what they would do in a regular season game. So I like that Romano's getting these reps. Now, of course, I'd love it if he didn't have to come out and put out a fire in, in the eighth before you use him in the ninth. That's kind of how I fall on it. Show, where, where are you at on that?
1: You know, I, I find it interesting that for... Since the change in managers with Montoyo to Schneider, it certainly seems like the Blue Jays are more willing to give Romano more chances for more than a three-out save. Like today, Garcia, I, I think Garcia is being used in a perfect role in terms of the setup guy in the eighth, and then you get to Romano in the ninth. And they, they had no issue pulling Romano in the eighth inning, basically, or pardon me, pulling uh, Garcia in the eighth inning for Romano basically right away, and it paid off. I just... Clearly, I think we were talking about fatigue with Romano at the beginning of the season because he was being used a lot. Certainly being used at a more, uh, maybe a more appropriate pace right now. And I, and I really like that. So I think that's a great point from, from Brad. I think his performances are so gutsy all the time. And uh, seeing him go out there for a four-out save is 26th save of the year today. I think, how can you possibly complain about it? I mean, I know sometimes you look at the velo with Romano, it's a little down. He throws a lot of sliders. I think he threw like seven sliders in a row today at one point. Sometimes stays off that fastball. But at the same time, when he's being used effectively and he's not being thrown out there every second day, I think you get to see some quality baseball from Romano. And we got to see that today. Yeah, that's that's exactly it.
0: I, I I echo what you what you say about him there. He is a he is a proven commodity in this league now. You know, it's it's always interesting when we arrive to that place with guys. He's done it long enough for me that this is clearly a guy you you can trust in those moments. And look, the the perfect closer doesn't mean he's going to be perfect every time. Issues a walk. There's some traffic on the bases out there, but he finds a way to to get around it. There. Uh, I want to go back to the phone line, of course. Otis from Milton. What do you have on your mind today, Otis? Hi, uh, nice talking
1: to you guys. Uh, huge baseball, huge Jays fan. Um, just for, I have two questions. <clears throat> just wanted to hear your thoughts in terms of who the Jays could potentially call up in September. at September call ups, uh, is I, I potentially see Thomas Hatch could potentially be being called up and Gabriel Moreno. And my second question is. Um, in terms of the offseason, I know it's far out, but uh, who do you see, what do you see the Blue Jays doing? Um, do you see potentially Che uh, Oscar Hernandez being dealt for pitching maybe, or in them potentially going after uh, an outfielder in the offseason uh, to replace uh, replace Jay Oscar? Um just wanted to hear your thoughts on that.
0: Yep, thank you for the call there, Otis and Milton. Again, we want to hear from you. one 590 star 590 on your cell. Text line also available for you, 590-590. Please include your name and location. Uh, I'm going to start with the September call-up angle of this. I keep hearing everything I'm, I'm able to distill out of conversations. It feels like this is a bit of a long shot. But Yusuf Zualeta, that is a guy, he can run it up there, can touch 99 on the gun, We do not know where he would be able to factor in in terms of Major League, in terms of a call-up, but that is the guy. If there's going to be a September call-up that is going to, in any way, shape, or form, kind of change the complexion of things, that feels like the guy for me, but here's what I'll tell you about that and show. I'll let you jump in when I'm done here, is that you cannot count on that guy to be a part of any picture. It's great. It's lovely. It's gravy. Any September call-up that gives you anything, you have to look at it that way, but even if it is a hatch, you know, it's not going to be, it's it's not going to change the complexion of this bullpen. It's not going to change the complexion of the rotation there, so maybe us a guy that, that we could potentially look at just because of the, the velo he can run it up to. That's exciting for me, but there is no, you know, there's no David Price from back in the day on Tampa coming to, uh, coming to save this team in some-
1: Yeah, you know what's funny, too? Zulueta, uh, I would have bet money he would have been on this team before the end of the season. Arden had tweeted, Arden Zwelling, of course, of Sportsnet. Arden had tweeted, I think it was yesterday, or maybe it was on Thursday, I forget. It was in the last couple of days. But he basically, he had tweeted that Zulueta had been placed on I.L., for um, yeah. in, in 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 New Hampshire, I believe it was. He had just been promoted to the Double A New Hampshire Fisher Cats, maybe a couple of weeks ago, about a month ago. He had like knee inflammation. He had some shoulder soreness, and I think Arden had said there was no real recovery timeline right now. So if if not for that, I would 100% agree with you. But you know how it is with the injuries; they don't want to necessarily Never rush don't. these guys. So because they because that's not because now that maybe takes Zulueta out of the cards. I bet we do at some point see the guy we were talking about kind of on the same timeline as Zulueta, who is Adrian Hernandez, who has that fantastic screwball. People saying one of the best such pitches in maybe the entire Blue Jays organization. Now again, how how much success can you have with the one pitch? Zach Pop seems to have pretty good success with his sinker, right? The ground ball rate, uh, phenomenal stuff from him with that. And we saw it again today. But I think maybe we might see someone like that. I know a lot of people kind of want to see... Ricky Tiedemann, for example. I don't, I don't think we no. see Tiedemann this year. He's just, he's too young. I would love to see him. I think he's going to be a fantastic pitcher in the not too distant future. But if we don't see uh Zulueta or Hernandez I mean I I think Otis also mentioned I believe it was Moreno I wouldn't be shocked to see Gabriel Moreno come back up because he is uh what the best prospect in the minors right now or at worst the third best prospect in all of minor league baseball so maybe we see Moreno but apart from those guys I bet we don't see too many super exciting names beyond like I mean he mentioned Thomas Hatch Uh, how, how much are people clamoring to see I don't know Anthony K or Taylor Sasedo. It's po- it's definitely possible. It's probably even likely we see one of those guys, but I don't think those those names a Kay or Sasedo are necessarily uh, mo- moving the needle, Gunner.
0: Uh, no, definitely not Anthony K Sosaedo because the lefty thing. Maybe that's maybe that's a touch more interesting. Obviously, with everything that happened with Meza, and then uh, I don't think it's a conversation for today. But just to kind of put a fine point on on what the caller was talking about there as well. Uh, T. Oscar has an RP after this, and then after that, he is a he is a free agent. Uh, but obviously, you have plenty of time to co- talk contract between between now and then. There, uh, also one other thing I, w- I wanted to touch on, and again, text lines wide open, five ninety five ninety. Please include your name and location. One triple eight triple six zero five ninety star five ninety uh, on your cell. There, uh, the Bobuchet error at the end. There, a tough tough play. Not a not charged as an error, but it is the throwing error because they got the extra base. Uh, That's a tough play for Bo, and it's funny. We always talk about his aggressiveness aggressiveness at the dish, and he finds himself in 0-2 counts, and he wants to attack, attack, attack. It feels like that play right there at the end of the game is a microcosm of exactly that he takes that attitude with him everywhere. He takes it with his defense. He takes it with his offense, and I think that's what you saw saw to him on that play in the ninth.
1: Yeah, Boba is 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 a hyper aggressive player. And I think I remember when he got called up Gunnar and we were all looking at him and he going after the first pitch and swinging away down 02 and more often than not it worked for him. And the book is a little longer on Boba and people know what he's all about. And I I still think generally speaking this Blue Jays organization views him as the shortstop of the future. Now, even if he is the shortstop of the future, and again, I I think he is defensively we've seen the def- defense come a long way over the last several years we've seen the bat certainly more up and down this season than it was last year when he was the hits leader in the al or whatever it ended up being but at the same time i i do think that with Bo shed you know not that he has a tendency to rush things but maybe since he's had such an up and down season he has Maybe you know you never really know what's being said in, inside the locker rooms and slash the clubhouse. You never really know what the coaches are saying to these guys. Maybe he is going through some stuff right now, and I think he has had obviously a much better last couple of weeks than he had maybe the last four weeks prior. Let's say you know ballpark, ballparking some timelines here, but at the same time, I think Bo has looked a little better in my opinion since he was moved down to fifth in the order. And yeah, he's going to have some errors on the field every now and again, but. I mean for the kind of player he is and he's still so incredibly young. I just I'm I'm still willing to look past a little bit of these mistakes, these errors that happen every now and again because of the potential that's there, but I mean, I know some people are a little less forgiving and it's it's already, already August here, so how much how much more leeway can you give a guy after having a kind of weird season? But I don't know, I, I'm not I'm not super com- going to complain too much about Bobachet these days.
0: Yeah, that's, uh, that, that's how I tend to see it, although I will say it's just this is the thing you that always gets talked about is he's going to play the game his way, and that's worked out so well for him so far, but in yeah. a year where you're you're kind of struggling, uh, you do wonder if, if there's a, another way to, to go about it, and uh, we will see, because l- guess what? This is not going to be the last uh, Bo Bichette conversation we'll have t- today. It won't be the last one we have this season. Uh, Blue Jays talk going to continue right here on Sports Dev 590, the fan, the Blue Jays radio network, 590, 590, get your text in one 590 or star 590 on your cell. Want to hear from you, Brent Gunning, and Show Ali. We'll have a little more Jays talk when we continue next. Brent Gunning, Show Ali, Jays talk continue here. I'm at the Rogers Center. Looks like there's a little family get-together going on. Children are running all around the field. It's quite wholesome out here. Well, get down, down there, guys. I should, I should, you know, play, I smuggle my own child down there. You know me, you know, I would absolutely uh, love to do that. I see the phone lines are still blowing up here and we're happy to see that they are after a 2-1 Blue Jays win. Let's hear from Bob from Toronto. What do you, what do you got for us today, Bob?
1: Hey, great show guys. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. I, I have a question. I think I speak for a lot of Jays fans. How much hope should I have right now? What are our realistic chances this year?
0: Okay, I love it. I love it. I'm going to give it to you in a in a percentage chance. I think you should have a 7 to 12% chance that you're feeling happy about a World Series. Here's the thing. This Blue Jays team is going to get into the playoffs, and I know people can't stand this for analysis because it feels like I'm just doing throwing darts at the board here. But at the end of the day, it is a crapshoot of which team is going to get hot. How many times have we seen this, right, show?
1: Absolutely. I mean, if, if you told me in, I don't know, like in June, that the Yankees were going to win the World Series, I'd say, like, I how could I possibly argue with that? And if you told me two weeks ago that the Astros are going to win the World Series or the Dodgers are going to win the World Series, I'd say, sure, <laughs> I could be talked into that too because those two teams, especially the Astros, my goodness, look so good, which is why I, I kind of agree with you I I think there is pretty much no there's pretty much no doubt in my mind this team will make the playoffs. I I do kind of think even now I'm just looking at the standings. The Jays I think the Yankees have not played yet, so the Jays with the win are nine and a half games back of first place in the AL East. Nine and a half games back. Is not a, 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 an impossible thing to overcome, especially at the beginning. You know, let's say, let's call it mid-August. There's still basically three weeks left in the month. That means there's, I guess, that means what, seven or eight weeks left in the season thereabouts until the first week of October. So that's right. Th- I, there's th- that's that's more than enough time to make up ten games. But even if that's out of reach, even if the Yankees play just okay enough to stay ahead of the Jays for second place or for first place in the AL East, the Jays still are going to make the playoffs via the wild card. And if that's the case, then honestly, all bets are off. If you if the Jays make the wild card and they're playing, I don't know, the the Twins in a in a three-game series or they're playing the the Rays in a three-game series and all three games are at Rogers Centre, I mean, even if Barrios has been struggling, You know, you take your pretty, you have a pretty good chance with Alc Manoa and Kevin Gossman on the mound for games one and two, no matter who the team is, even if it is the Yankees, even if it is the Astros. Are, am I going to sit here and say this team is our bona fide World Series contenders? No. But at the same time, I think if you make the playoffs, I know, like you said, it sounds like such a cliche, but you make the playoffs in baseball and all bets are off. Any, literally anything can happen. And uh, we have personally seen that over the years watching Blue Jays baseball, listening to it on the radio. So I, I think I honestly think there's still a lot of hope to be had. I know they can be maddeningly inconsistent at times. <laughs> the bats, the pitching don't always click at the same time, but this team is so talented not to make the playoffs. I would just be I would be so surprised if they didn't. They're ten games over five hundred right now. I know there's still there's still some still some uh things to be worked out, let's call it kinks to be ironed out, but at the same time I think uh this this team is just so talented, Brett.
0: Yeah, nobody was sitting here at this time last year saying the Braves will win the World Series. Said, really? yeah, look at, they got some yeah. guys, they got Albies, they got Acuna, this Riley character, keeps hitting bobs every night. They, that's that's what you need in the playoffs, and you, you mentioned the uh, golf between the Yankees and Blue Jays here, and now it's the time for the Bet365 standings upla- update. Just download the app and see for yourself why. Bet365 is the world's favorite sportsbook. 19-plus play responsibly, Ontario only. As you mentioned, the Blue Jays of course, long way to go before they can make up some ground on the Yankees. Although they got a four-game set next week, sweep them, and that's a pretty good start there. I know that's a lot to ask. With the win today, the Blue Jays do for now pull themselves to a tie atop the wild card standings with the Mariners. Of course, the Mariners will be in action later tonight, so they've got a chance to leapfrog there. The Orioles also hanging on to one of those wild card spots. Now, Twins a half game back, the Rays a half game back, White Sox two and a half out, and the Red Sox, I guess, technically still in it at a. Uh, Four games out. Want to go back to the phone lines here. Always love hearing from you guys. Spencer from Toronto. What do you got for us? Hi guys. Thank you for uh, letting me call in. Fantastic win today by the Blue Jays. Real playoff-like vibe with the game. And I'd say the pitching and defense is fantastic. I guess my question would be for the long term, do you think that perhaps someone like a stripling, who has been consistently either average or a little better than average, might be a better option for, say, a a playoff game, a second or third playoff game, than Barrios at this point. I know he just got a nice, juicy contract, and I know he's uh, been consistently good for five or six years since he came up with Minnesota. But do you think that's a possibility considering how – inconsistent and how lows the lows have been for him recently. yeah they they certainly have thanks for the call Spencer from Toronto there I think that it's just really tough to say in a now I think the way they would set it up is it would not be a do or die game I think you would want Barrios to go in the second game of a series presuming you didn't lose the first and then you can push him back to the to the third if need be Manoa and Gosman are still the two guys you trust far and away the most, and it's probably Gosman a little over Manoa now. As great a year as Stripling has had, it is just still hard for me to say you're going to go to him over Barrios, despite the ups and downs, but I am not saying that that can't change throughout the rest of the season. Where, Where are you at on that show?
1: Yeah, I think I would probably agree with you in the sense that I, I am by no means bashing Stripling when I say I would still take Barrios over him. And I know that's that sound, probably sounds like an in, insane thing to say after what we saw from Barrios in two consecutive starts. I think the game against the Twins, I think he went three and two-thirds, and yesterday he went four innings. So he has he has gotten rocked a couple of games in a row, and I was definitely hopeful watching that game last night uh that the uh, home away splits thing would be very good in burrios's favor last night and it uh to put it lightly was not <laughs> right so <laughs> I I having said that I I think there's some things to work out for Burrios and I think you know Chris Black who is Sportsnet's uh T V producer for the Blue Jays games he had a great thread on Burrios's fastball yesterday and how he's basically throwing anything but the fastball and when he throws it over the plate it gets absolutely cooked. So I, I, I do kinda wonder if there is a conversation to be had for having, especially in a playoff game, for Mm -hmm. having maybe Stripling and Barrios go together, or maybe, I don't know if you even consider putting Stripling and someone like Mitch White, who we saw today, maybe you put them together. I think there's, there's definitely... I don't know. I think there's definitely an argument to be made because Stripling has been very, very consistent. Having said that, Stripling is the kind of guy who, once he's through two times through the order, I think you kind of have to have a pretty serious conversation about whether or not you want to see him go any further. Sometimes that only really matters based on if, uh, you know, how thrifty he's being with his pitch count, and hopefully he's going to come back in the not-too-distant future. He had a rehab start, I think it was just yesterday, so we'll probably see him, relatively speaking, soon. Stripling has been fantastic. Mitch White was great today, and uh, hey, I, I will say this too, Gunner. I thought it was really great that we saw today. We saw the additions of White, we saw Zach Pop, and we saw Anthony Bass, all of yep. whom were added at the deadline. Cover essentially six and a third, and over that time frame, they allowed four hits in one run today. Certainly, Simber Garcia Romano, we saw those guys as well. But I mean, I think you know, I know we complain about the lack of swing and miss stuff in the bullpen, but I think it was nice that we got to see those three today because we're probably going to see, be seeing a lot more of those three in particular you know, throughout the rest of the season and definitely into the playoffs.
0: Oh Bass absolutely he is very quickly throwing himself into that mix there pop is a guy i think it's a real wait and see approach there there's a world where he can continue to force himself ahead of Adam Simber for for me that is still the way i would like to see it go and you you're right bass has been a a really crucial thing and there was there was one other moment that i wanted to bring up from earlier in the show where you're talking about september call ups there right. and the idea of gabriel moreno coming up you know you know, I look at the end of this game here, and you have Danny Jansen coming to the plate. Now, granted, it's the starting inning. There's no one up, but you can't pinch hit him with Kirk being your D, your DH. You just don't have that ability. Those are little ways that I, I could see the kind of lineup management changing or decisions changing as we get to uh, to September call-ups if you do have the three catchers here.
1: Absolutely, yeah. We know the team has rolled with three catchers for a while, even prior to Moreno coming up, right? When you were, and certainly when Jansen was on the IL still a couple of times, Zach Collins being that third catcher. So the team certainly can roll with three catchers. So I, I'm not opposed to it at all.
0: No, not at all, at all. Uh, show, thanks so much for jumping on with me. Really, really appreciated it. I, you know, people are going to hear your dulcet tones eventually soon. I believe starting Tuesday on uh, on Blue Jays broadcast. But I'm happy you've uh, you've let me fill in for you and and you jumped in with me here tonight. Thanks, man.
1: Absolutely, absolutely, man. How do how do you like the view? It's a great view, isn't it?
0: Oh, it's tremendous. I love it. I, I get to come down. I, I get to crush some pop some popcorn in the press box i have Excellent. about eight thousand cups of free coffee and there yes there is no better view that can be had and i get to hang out with tom young all day so I'm like let's not bury the lead here folks i thoroughly have enjoyed <laughs> hanging out with you i'll be back tomorrow for a little pregame. Cosman gosman gets the ball as the blue jays look for a series win thanks for listening to blue jays baseball served up by the always game ready jack links meat snacks feed your wild side baseball fans we're back tomorrow